Hi everyone, welcome back to All Things Mental Health. Um, each week we talk to different guests about how their interests and their outlets help to ground their mental health. We have Izzy and Lydia on the show today discussing their work for the charity Beat. So first up guys, would you introduce yourselves to everyone please? Um, hi, I'm Lydia Jones. Um, I uh, in third year, I'm studying English literature. I'm Izzy T. I'm a third year English lit student. I'm on the same course as Lids, and we live together. We Come do. Nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice little bit of context there. Um, so, Izzy, could you tell us a little bit about what the charity Beat do, and also your, both of your involvements as well? So, um, I'm a young ambassador for Beat, the charity. Um, Beat is essentially set up to support those with eating disorders and also people who are supporting those with eating disorders. Um, the main like kind of campaigns that they run are about kind of pushing legislation through with the government. A large part of um, the problems and kind of the reason why there's such a high death rate with eating disorders is because there just isn't sufficient funding. Um, so recently their campaigns have been about like educating junior doctors, um, increasing the number of beds available in hospitals um, and generally increasing the kind of the support available to people. Um, yeah, Liz, do you want to tell us a bit about what you do? Yeah, so I, um, I'm just part of the um, the Beat Society at York, whereas obviously Izzy is an ambassador for Beat itself. So I'm the vice president, and um, I just help do things with the society, which is mainly kind of setting up fun activities, opportunities for people to hang out, meet new people, um, arranging events. So relatively recently, we did um, a collage workshop called Make a Mess, and it's literally, you know, th these activities they're not associated with with eating disorders or, or, or the support there they're just literally a bit of fun an opportunity to make friends um, meet people so a, a lot of it is creative but it's just kind of an opportunity to have an outlet and go and have some fun and, and meet people as I said we also did something called speed mating you sit in um, rows and you meet people and you have a few minutes to speak to each one so it's like speed dating that's really lovely I love that idea and with that we had some sheets with questions on them where you could um, or topics to talk about so you wouldn't ever get to a point where you're like oh no I don't know what to say um, it's just a nice way to yeah to make friends really so Izzy could you tell us a bit about the national stuff then Beats campaign for 2020 is essentially about looking after the individuals who are supporting those who are suffering from eating disorders. Um, it's something that I feel very passionate about. As a family, we had to actually have family, family therapy during my treatment uh, just because a lot of the time it's forgotten that there are faces behind these people mm -hmm. who kind of prop us up, lift us up when we're suffering of our mental health um, and they need the support too. Um, so yeah, Beats kind of, they've done some research. They estimate apparently 1.25 million people are suffering from eating disorders in the UK alone at the moment. Because of kind of extensions, whether that's siblings, parents or friends, they're st estimating that 5 million people in the UK are currently affected by wow, an e okay. eating disorder, whether that's because they're suffering or someone they know who they're, they're close to and they're supporting and suffering. Um, so that's, that's a, as we know, that's a, a huge amount of people. So many people are like in need and just need to be educated on what eating disorders are, need help kind of understanding like where they can go to get their own support. Um, so the big thing that Beat do is they run helplines and a lot of their funding goes towards maintaining those. So they have helplines on Christmas Day, which is one of those things where that's actually probably the hardest day mm. the entire year for someone who's suffering from an eating disorder and for families. Um, so last year was the first year that they were able to fund a helpline running through Christmas Day and it was one of the busiest days for them in the whole year, unsurprisingly. Um, so yeah, so aside from kind of the research that their work supports 
grants to fund, um, as well as the kind of the national campaigns and looking at the NHS. It's also about kind of like having those support services available for people who can't get onto the waiting list, who are, you know, unable to access like stuff that maybe private treatment would enable them to get mm. and it's amazing to see that it's also it's part of york as well now when i became an ambassador we spoke about why there wasn't a society and apparently there was a lot of issues and contentions with the union about setting one up because essentially the universities and UCU seem to believe that it would be a support group and for insurance purposes they couldn't support but that. it actually it's not like that it's no. like you're saying it's about raising awareness across the board exactly yeah. and um and my fun conversation with the activities officer was a kind of explaining that it's eating disorders are a facet of mental illness and we have these great groups like student minds um like mental health awareness society um open minds body positivity positivity, but eating disorders are such a big part of that category that they deserve their own society they deserve Mm. to to have that space on campus It's, it's great we have that now I think one of the other things that like we haven't mentioned yet is that we also look at like the physical stuff as well. So we do we did the yoga workshops at the beginning of the year and it's also just allowing people to have kind of that space as well to just like bring more of like a normalized conversation about mm-hmm. exercise of eating disorders because one of the things that immediately jumped for mind for me when we started doing that was I was like, Oh gosh, I shouldn't be encouraging people to exercise of eating disorders because that was something that was a big part of my own history. Um but again like you that you have to normalize that and yeah yeah. and there are so many different types of eating disorders Mm. Lydia and I were looking at them a few days ago um and it's not a one-stop shop for everyone so it's important we've got all these different options there so in terms of sort of taking care of yourself what do you guys do for your general day-to-day mental health I I, there was a point where I think I was generally feeling a bit down and everything and Izzy and Connor who are like my little cheerleaders in life and they were like right what you have to do every day is you have to say five things that you love about yourself and that you're proud about and at first I was like that is the most cringe thing I'm not doing that that's stupid and and um classic Izzy and Connor they were like you're not leaving the house to uni until you say five things that you love about yourself yeah just slightly aggressively um so I was just like oh okay fine I, I, I need to leave I'll just say some random stuff but after a while and doing it each day it actually became a really helpful thing because I think so much of of sort of feeling better is changing the way that you define yourself and that you kind of look at your your self-worth um and if if it's defined purely by how you look or how much you weigh um then obviously that's not healthy and if you sit there and say five things that you love about yourself it's it's reminding you that you you are a great person and you're really cool and you have all of these quirks and, and things and at first i'd just sit there and be like well i i guess I like my nails I've had my nails done and they were like no come on proper ones like dig deeper and it ended up being a really helpful thing um and Izzy's also suggested um a gratitude journal is that what it's called bang on yeah see I've done my homework she's listening when you give her advice she does pay attention which yeah. is great to hear that's another thing that you can do writing down things that you're grateful for um and that you're proud of and it also helps you self-reflect too and kind of mm. go because I think through the process of doing that one what's amazing like you said is to work out the skill sets that you have that sometimes you don't realise that you really have or, or kind of pay attention to because it's sort of subconsciously there mm. but at the same time going actually something I wouldn't write down here that I'm not proud of is X for example and then you might want to go and work on that if it's like a skill that you can build too mm. so it's a great way just to kind of sort of look at yourself in this detached way and Izzy how about you? Well, if you haven't gathered already, I'm really into the practices. Yeah, here. it looks like um, it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm 
when I wasn't very well, I was in a very religious habit of doing my gratitude journal, which was three things I was grateful for each day. And what was really amazing about that, similar to what you don't write down, are there themes of what you're writing down? And then you start to see what actually really matters to you in life. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like my family. It was my kind of my energy and um, and light was something that seemed to crop up a lot. Um, I also did the five things I love about myself. Um, I was a little bit more like happy to do that than Lydia at first. <laughs> I'll just say that. I was like, I love me. Um, And a big part of this, like, is exercise. I'm really, that's a bit of my, kind of my me time. It's looking after me. And um, coming to uni, what's been really special about that is I share that with Lids. So we go Mm. on, like, a morning run or a workout together. It's a really lovely, like, self-reflective period, like, thinking about nourishing your body versus punishing your body. I feel so lucky with the therapy that I've been able to have because I know when something's not going quite, quite right in my life, that there's a whole host of options that I get to choose from and I know what works for me. It gives a sense that you that you care about yourself, which is so important. Exercise, for example, is something that when I first came to uni, I absolutely refused to do. I used to do quite a lot of running when I was younger and I, did, I used to run with my dad and do cross country. And then I, uh, somewhere along the line, I decided that I hated it and I was never wanted to do it again. It was the hair. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't want to ruin my hair. I used to curl my hair. Um, and then I met Izzy and Izzy is the whole reason that I've got back into it. And it's one of the best things that's happened to me because it means that again I feel like I'm looking after myself I feel good because of the endorphins I, I'm getting up earlier um, I'm, I enjoy it now I genuinely look forward to going for a run it's just really freeing really strangely relaxing it's, it's, it's so helpful it's lovely to hear that you have so many different outlets and things you can do together which always makes it so much more fun as well